Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. click record on a podcast recording because this week my friend is all about multitasking. I wanted to do this live and then I think it might be a little bit different to kind of any other live or podcast recording that I would normally do. I don't think this one is going to be super motivational and it's not intended to be super motivational. It's more so intended to be real and vulnerable and honest and perhaps the little coaching me will still pop in you know my view my take um my tips on how to navigate motherhood and business and i just want to say like premise and say first of all welcome sam thanks for joining the live and anybody else that jumps on or watches the replay because i didn't really schedule this Um, Feel free to interact with me and ask me any questions, say hello, all of the things. But I did want to premise and say that these are just my, this is just my take on motherhood and business. I honestly don't think that there is a right or wrong way to be a mom. And I think one of the best things that we can do is stop looking to other moms for advice on motherhood um, because we're all just kind of riding the wave and we're all just working it out as we go. And I am not going to be speaking from a pedestal. I'm just going to be sharing with you sort of what I've learned and what's really helped me, uh, I guess, continue to grow my business, stay active in my business, uh, stay active on social media, um, be there and show up for my community as well as be there and show up as a mum. I don't want this to be another another kind of thing that you might be comparing yourself to. I don't want you to take anything that I'm saying verbatim or think that everything that I'm saying is right or wrong. It is just my take. It is just my view. And so just to let you know what kind of inspired this conversation or this live, I'll catch you up on my week this week. Um, So earlier in the week on Monday, Xavier had his operation. He had his Grommets put in back into his ears because he continuously gets ear infections just from a simple cold. Um, We also had his adenoids and tonsils removed. So the poor Bubba, he was in hospital and I stayed with him on Monday night. Last week, he started preschool. Um, So it's been like, it's been an emotionally fueled last like few weeks. I feel like since this year started and Never before have I felt 
so much joy and pride for my kids, but also sadness and oh, just that feeling of my gosh, my babies are growing up. Um, I've never kind of been in this such a big transition period before. So I guess that um, him starting preschool, then having the operation, having to spend my first night without seeing Thomas, who is my two year old toddler um, for the very first time. I was just feeling all the feels. On top of that, I also had my period, so that definitely didn't help. And so these last few weeks have definitely been full on. And it's also meant that I've really had to change my schedule drastically. It means that normally the work that I would be doing in the day for my business has moved to afternoon and night, um, which is not my most productive time of the day like at all some people function really well in the morning um sorry at night and i'm definitely not one of them my i always say like my brain almost feels like it turns to like complete mush in the evening so it has not been easy and i often get um comments on social media like how do you do it all how do you fit it all in how are you super mom and all of those beautiful things that mums say to encourage each other and i want to be honest and say that sometimes i really don't feel like any of those things i almost feel like such an imposter when those words are said my way i appreciate them so much and i know they're said with encouragement but there are so many tears, um, so many moments of me just kind of feeling lazy and not wanting to show up at my desk. The only part of my business that I always feel pretty motivated to show up in is definitely for my clients because I'm just obsessed with working with them one-on-one and I get excited for the women that I get to work with. But definitely like content creation, um, showing up like this, uh, showing up on for a podcast recording, it's definitely not always easy. And especially, I'm such a routine girl. If my routine has been turned upside down or I've had to flip my schedule over and do things the way I'm not used to, I don't function well that way. So, yeah, I... I'm still I just want to be like real and honest about the fact that I don't always feel like I I am super mum and there are times when my kids are wanting my attention and I'm you know telling them please go and grab that iPad or put a movie on because I really need to finish this piece of content and vice versa sometimes I'm like I have something I need to finish for work and all I want to do is cuddle them on the couch and one thing that I've kind of always done is I've decided that a that for myself and my values, my kids are always gonna come first. So when they need me, unless it's a very pressing deadline, if I know that they need my attention and my presence, I am luckily in that position in our family dynamic with a husband who also supports us financially that I can do that. But again, this is why I wanted to say like, so important not to compare and to look at other women on social media and go, I should be doing it that way or she's right, that's the way I should be doing it because some mothers don't have that luxury to be able to be present with their kids or push their work aside for a minute to sit down and you know give their kids cuddles because maybe they're the main breadwinner in the family. Maybe they are the ones that um, or you know need um, their income is something that the family dynamic also depends on. So I feel like we're all working it out. And I 
regardless of being a life or a mindset coach, I will never claim to have worked it out because it is by far one of the most challenging things ever, business and motherhood. And I mean any work and motherhood, but particularly business because you have to stay self-motivated, self-disciplined. Like you don't have a boss to answer to. You don't have a schedule. You don't have to be at work at a certain point. So there's a lot riding on your own motivation and ability to get dressed and show up for your for your own business. One thing I will say though, so after like my pity party on that I definitely don't feel like I have it all worked out. Sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, running late or sucking up both business and motherhood and all of those things. I will start to kind of transition to some of the lessons or more empowering things that I have learned along the way. Um, and again, these, this is just my personal take and my point of view. I think that we always have a choice to view things and attach the meanings that we want to certain situations. And I think motherhood is just another one of those opportunities for us to look at what we're juggling, look at what we're navigating through and decide on what meaning we're going to attach to it. And something that I would love to say to other mums out there in business, I don't think it's always necessarily about how you show up because you're not always going to be able to show up as a mum or as a business owner 100%. I think the point for me that I've learned is it's just important that I do show up. More so in business, because I think as a mum, you're always going to show up, right? Um, I know the mums in my community probably have very similar values to what I do when their kids are always going to come first. I think when it comes to business, when we talk about consistency and that word consistency, consistency and discipline, when I say consistency, I don't mean you need to show up every single day perfectly in a certain way. I would never say to my clients, you know, post three stories and two feed posts and 20 reels in a week or whatever. Actually, I don't think anybody would give that advice even to someone who wasn't a mom, but you get what I'm putting down. I think it's more about showing up, just showing up, showing up when things are tough, showing up when you don't feel like it sometimes and maybe you're not going to do your best work but just moving the needle forward just that little bit just showing up as the best version of yourself that you can be or even if it means skipping a few days and going okay that's I couldn't show up on those days it was just impossible for me showing up after those two days as if those two days didn't happen to me that's consistency it's not always how you show up because I don't think, like I said, you can always show up perfectly as a mum. I don't think you're always going to have your shit together. I don't think that complete consistency in, in the form of perfection is going to always be possible as a business owner unless you have a lot of help, which is also really, really important. Um, but it's just to keep showing up. And the other thing that I always say to my mum clients as well is just know, like, especially if you have young kids in the family right now, one day they are going to grow up. They are going to leave the nest and or you are going to get more of your time back in the day. And by that time, if you just show up as much as you can with as much passion and excitement as you can for your business now, you're already laying the foundations for something so incredible in the future when you do have more time. So why not start now? Because in a couple of years time, you'd be starting from scratch. So do what you can and show up when you can and just show up 
once a week, twice a week. And when I say show up, I don't just mean on social media, I mean for your clients. So the amount of clients that you can take. Um, I mean for your newsletter list, like how many emails or newsletters you're gonna send out per week or per month or whatever it is. Um, when I say show up, I mean the type of services that you're gonna be providing, whether it's a course or, or just one-on-ones or whatever it is. That's what I really mean when I say show up. So I had a question come through because I, I popped up a question box around um, what do you guys want to know from me and my experience of juggling motherhood and business. And a question came through around how to navigate guilt. And then another two questions came up pretty much saying the same thing. And of course, this is one of the most common things that women in business and women in general, right, talk about and struggle with is we call it mother's guilt. The guilt that we feel pretty much all of the time when our kids fall over, when we have to drop them off to childcare, when they have to be with the mother-in-law, when we have to clean instead of play with them or, you know, run our business when we need a, when they want our attention or when we yell at them or when we're not conscious parenting, all of the things, right? The guilt is always there. So the question was like, how do I um, manage it? And another kind of aspect of my life that I would say that I just do my best and there are more times than not that I don't feel the guilt anymore and I'll explain to you like why. It's a lot of like mindset reframes and shifts that I've kind of navigated through myself. But there are still times that I do. Like this week, out of nowhere, I felt guilty about everything. Probably most about um, Thomas, like leaving him home while being in the operating, in an operation with Xavier. Like, if you think about that logically, like how ridiculous my other son needed me, but I still felt this guilt of not being able to be everywhere, like not being able to tear myself in half and being in kind of both worlds at the same time. Um, I still struggle with it and I've written down a few points that kind of have helped me best navigate it or manage it. So the first thing that I would advise if you are struggling with guilt a lot as a parent, um, and especially as a woman, you know, juggling multiple things, maybe you're working and building a side hustle. Maybe you're growing a business is one, it's really important for you to, start understanding where and when you learn to actually feel guilty as a mother. Because a lot of the things that we feel guilty about as mums stem from our childhood and the expectations that were placed on us as young women growing up. And once we begin to understand those narratives and what we picked up, in our model of the world that we grew up in, we can start looking at those stories, at those beliefs and dismantling them a little bit. You know, one really important aspect that I work on with my clients is mother wounds. We look at mother wounds and father wounds because your childhood, your model of the world, your trauma, um, significant and like big trauma, but also small trauma. It's all relevant to your confidence, to how you show up to, um, how, what, what you're able to do in business, whether you are able to do what it takes to align yourself with the goals that you have in your business, it's also relevant and important. 
and it's all so tightly tied together. So with mother wounds, one thing that I know can impact mother's guilt or mother guilt is if your mum was absent a lot in your childhood, whether that's emotionally or physically, you can, like, so with mother wounds and father wounds, you will either, it, it's actually quite complex because you will either mimic your parents' behavior or you will do the exact opposite depending on how you process what's going on and what meanings and learnings you attach to things as you grow up. So if your mother was absent a lot, as an adult and as a mother yourself, you can try to overcompensate for that. So knowing what it felt like to not be emotionally held or supported or not having your mum around as when you were growing up can lead to you being feeling guilty about it even more as a mum yourself, not wanting to obviously um, create those same wounds for your child, but it can absolutely go that other way and become extreme where you become, you feel guilty over the most ridiculous things, but you might not realize it because it's all subconscious. So that's an example of like a mother wound and how it can affect you. Another type is like the, the opposite of that is if you had a, a mum who was overbearing, who was maybe, you know, a helicopter parent, or maybe a mum who was not even like in a negative way, maybe you had a really nurturing upbringing and you had a mum who was always there that can still become a wound as you grow older as and become a mum because you might want to be replicating your mum's behavior when you were a child and wanting to live up to those expectations also it depends on who you modeled as a child and who you looked up to. So if you looked up to mum and mum was someone who lacked boundaries, um, engaged in a lot of people pleasing, um, never looked after herself, kind of like gave up all of her needs for the sake of her children and you, she was your role model, you can also take on that model of the world especially the aspect around of what you need to look like as a mum. And that can contribute to a lot of guilt if you're trying to do something different. So maybe your mum growing up was able to do all of these things, but maybe she gave up her career and now you're wanting to start a business. But your role model for motherhood was a mum who gave up her career for her children and there's no right or wrong it's just that model is out of alignment and it's all subconscious so beginning to understand that hey I'm really taking on how mum mothered me and because I love and appreciate and adore her so much I'm placing a lot of those expectations on myself when actually my authentic desires are out of like are not aligned with the way that she mothered us and I'm not able to give as much as she did because I have these other dreams and being okay with that and understanding that you don't need to feel guilty about it it's just you and your mum have different needs and different desires and she may have had her model of the world around how to mother passed down to her from her lineage and her mum and etc and your great grandparents so Step one is to really understand what did you learn about motherhood growing up um, and understanding what expectations were placed on you as a child and as a woman growing up in this world on, um, on how you should mother when you do 
become a mum if you do become a mum. So by understanding, we can kind of expose those beliefs and then we can dismantle all the meanings we attach to them and kind of feel more empowered to choose our own. So that's one area I would definitely look at. The other thing that I say to my clients is try to separate your time and like your focus between the time that you spend with your kids and the time that you spend in your business. Because right now, in the midst of a pandemic as well, it's like today I had one of those days where I was with my kids because both my children are home this week, but I was also working at the same time. And when you're kind of trying to do both, you don't do either very well and you're kind of left with just even more guilt. inability to like give your kids attention when they need it you might get snappy at them because you're trying to focus on your work and so okay times like today and this week I couldn't really help it but I really learned that when my kids are in childcare, my kids are safe of course I'm always thinking and loving my kids but my full focus is with my business so any mum tasks they can wait they are out of that time block schedule I give that part of my kind of life right now, my all. When they come home, my laptop is closed, my phone is placed away until I'm back on the clock for business and I'm unavailable for work. I find that separating the two, my children don't require my presence 24 seven if they get my full presence from me and my attention for a couple of hours. And again, this is another part of this chat where I wanna say, This is just my truth and my uh, kind of what's helped me. Everyone's journey is different. Everyone's children are different. Everyone's days look different. But if you can time block times in your day, even if it is just a couple of hours to fully focus on your business and give it your full attention, do do that. Which then kind of leads to my next point around asking for help. I think it's so important to ask for help. And I know, again, I'm pretty privileged. I actually even have grandparents still that are able to help me. Childcare, I have access to childcare, which I'm, which is very fortunate, and now preschool for Xavier. And I know some women don't feel like they have as much access, or maybe it's not as easy for them to access help. But get creative. You know, if you live in a nice neighborhood where there might be other mums that you can connect with, or maybe even just in your area, other mums in business who have kids who don't have the help, that kind of help, can you support each other somehow? Can you take turns in looking after each other's kids for a couple of hours while you each take time to work? Um, once we can get past the guilt of asking for help and understanding that doing it all is quite literally going to burn you out and is it it's just not natural like if you just even look at some of the other cultures outside of western culture a lot of mums not only get help you know that uh phrase it takes a village it stems from somewhere i don't even know where it stems from but it it has so much truth to it you can't raise a child completely on your own and neither should you have to There are so many other cultures that understand that, that while the mum is taking care of their kids, someone is taking care of her. 
whether it's the mother-in-law, like I know some cultures in India, the mother-in-law stays with the mom for a couple of months and looks after the mom, like cooks for the mom, helps wash her hair, all of those sort of things. How beautiful is that? While she's looking after the baby and the child. So we really, as women, need to get past and open our hearts and soften our hearts and allow ourselves to be vulnerable enough to ask for help and get creative around the ways that we can do that. Again, I am definitely privileged to be able to access childcare, to have family that's very supportive. Not everyone is in the same boat. And again, that's why I, I premise this conversation with, this isn't about comparing, this is just what I have found really helpful. But I know that when you can get out of your own way around asking for help, you can also get creative about who you ask and where you can get that kind of access to support around your kids. Okay, what else do I uh, have here? The other big mindset shift that's really helped me to overcome guilt as a mom is I always ask myself, what do I want to teach my kids about motherhood? Now, I have two boys, so this is relevant for both girls and boys. To me, it's really important that my boys, one day, if they so choose to get married to the opposite sex, that they have realistic expectations of her. And that when she becomes a mum, that she doesn't lose her identity or her dreams by becoming a mum. She just gains a new she births a new way of being in this world. I know that after I had my kids is when I was like, I need to leave my corporate job. I want to start a business. I want to become a life coach. Like I did not lose any part of me. I became more. I became more clear. I became more passionate, more purposeful, all of the things. And I want my kids to see that. And that fuels a lot of my ability to overcome my guilt because I want them to know that, hey, mummy's dropping you off to childcare today, not because I don't love you or because I don't want to spend time with you, but I'm a mum and I also have other dreams that are my own. And when you one day again, if you so choose to get married, get married to the opposite sex, I want you to know that if you so choose to also start a family together, that you need to support her in her dreams and know that just because she's become a mum doesn't mean that all her dreams are going to die with the birth of a child. And then I think about thinking about the little girls in this world. Like I have a little niece and I want her to know the same thing that if one day she so chose to become a mum and she was lucky enough to become a mum, that she also is allowed to dream and to go for what she wants and to set boundaries and to ask for help and to get support around her. I don't want her to feel guilty about having desires outside of being a mum. So that really helps me. Every time I get into my head around not being there for my kids, I say to myself, no, it's okay for them to find their own little part of the world whilst I'm looking after this other facet of my being because I am a mum that takes up a really huge part of my life and I am absolutely obsessed with it. Um, but there is more to me than being a mother. There are other parts of myself that I desire and want to explore and I express a lot of those 
through my business. So that is another kind of like mindset and reframe that helps me. And then wrapping up with a few other points, the other thing that I that I remind myself and I, I'm definitely still, uh, still can be quite hard on myself, but I really learned to lower my expectations and release the guilt, the opposite guilt. So we were talking about like mother guilt as in feeling guilty um, for our kids for whatever reason, not being able to spend time with them, dropping off childcare, for anything at all. But there's the opposite guilt as well that mothers in business feel and that is not being able to give enough to their business. And we might be looking at other women in other industries, on, uh, in similar industries online, and we may just be looking up to them and modeling them and thinking, wow, how amazing are they and look how they're showing up. But when we're comparing ourselves subconsciously and unfairly because if that other woman doesn't have this other huge aspect of her life that needs her attention, we cannot possibly hold ourselves to the same expectations as her. And I find a lot of women who are moms that I work with kind of like wake up from that and go, holy shit. Like when they're looking at a business owner who's not only been around for five, six years, but doesn't have the responsibility of motherhood and it is a huge responsibility. I mean, go her. That's amazing. You don't have to be a mom, but don't compare yourself to someone who is not. So if you're a coach, for example, don't compare how you're showing up and your business, not even your business growth. I'm not saying you're less capable as a mother, but the reality is you do have less time in the day to work on your business because you do have this other huge responsibility that also needs your attention. And just by comparing yourself and trying to hold yourself to that standard is absolutely going to crush you. And you will feel the opposite guilt when you can't show up in the same way in your business. And I want to be so realistic about that. You can absolutely have it all. And there are amazing strategies and ways that you can scale your business um, that will allow you to work less hours in the day and you know give attention to motherhood as well. Absolutely, there are. But sometimes you can, you can have it all, but just not have it all at the same time. Focus on your journey and remember the gift that is motherhood. And sometimes we get caught up in the, oh, the mess and, you know, we haven't had great sleep and it's all just so shit and so hard. And another woman who's not a mom will just not understand what it's like to juggle at all. But just when you get into that kind of mindset, just remember what you also have going for you that other women might not. So be grateful for your family. Be grateful for your journey. Be grateful for the little babies that you have in your life because wishing, and I don't think we ever wish to not have our children in business, but realistically, sometimes we just have those mom problems in business where we're like, oh my God, you know, how come she's able to go on a beautiful beach walk and meditate that morning and or go to the gym and I'm here just trying to you know warm up some bottles of milk I can't do that I can't have that kind of you know morning routine or that schedule it's okay girlfriend like 
it's okay to want and desire that and maybe perhaps one day you will have it or maybe perhaps there might be some excuses that you're making and you can make it work but it's also okay if that is not your reality right now and just begin to notice what is going for you in your reality like what do you have that that other business babe who does get to go on the beach doesn't maybe she doesn't get that special morning snuggle in the morning maybe you know there's I don't even need to like count all the blessings that are kids but sometimes I definitely not that we stop loving our kids we can lose sight of what we have to be grateful for um and just know that you are capable of all of the things, but do not hold yourself to the same standards and expectations as another woman in your industry who does not have this same huge responsibility that you do to be kind to yourself. And my last tip, I'm just looking through all my notes, would be my last tip or I guess, again, I was trying to avoid the whole tip thing with this conversation because I don't want to be giving any tips per se, but allow yourself to fall apart. This is the biggest one for me. There are times when you just feel like all of the emotions are bottling up inside you, the overwhelm of business, but also feeling like you need to have your shit together for your kids and, you know, not allowing them to see you cry or get frustrated. And I, in my opinion and what I've learned and just my understanding of, you know, childhood modeling and trauma, there is nothing wrong with your kids, your partner and you falling apart every now and again. It's okay to cry on your kid's lap and just let them know that you're okay and that you just need a cuddle. It is okay um, to put them to bed as well um, and then go sob and feel sorry for yourself for a whole night and binge watch some Netflix. Sometimes you just need to kind of unravel and fall apart, get all of those emotions out of your body, scream, yell into a pillow, whatever it is that you need to do to be able to get up the next day and keep going. So that has been huge for me. Um, it's just don't keep kind of suppressing it and trying to have your shit together because honestly, there is, in my opinion, there is no such thing. And I, I think it's actually meant to be that way. I think the biggest thing that being a mom in business can teach you is surrender. And we won't learn that lesson to be able to release control and just be at the complete mercy of our kids, of our schedule, of our, of our days, if it wasn't challenging the way that it is. So thank you so much for listening into this conversation. I am going to leave it there. I hope you've enjoyed this chat. If you're listening in the podcast, I will see you in the next episode. If you're watching this live, if you're watching the replay, please let me know. Please let me know your thoughts. Um, I would love to hear. I would love to hear your thoughts and your opinions on anything that I've said. I love chatting with you. So Bye. And before you go, I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that if you listen to my podcast, that you are my human. And I love to connect with my soul sisters, business besties, align business babes on social. So send me a DM with any mindset, business or wellness questions, because my inbox is so open to you. I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you. So please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at her soulful success. 
www.journalprompts.com. I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goths and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know. But every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you. And I'll catch you in the next episode.